This was rad. It's holy rad. Way rad. Fully rad. You say that was gnarly. <laughs> and it was King David. King David, who, who we read about in, in Samuel. And, and, and what did David do? What did David do? What did David do? David <laughs> danced before the Lord with all his might, leaping, leaping and dancing before the Lord, leaping and dancing. All right, and we are back with another episode of This Was Rad podcast, uh, the podcast where two men in their 30s watch, make a 13-year-old girl watch movies from their childhood. Uh, today's podcast, we're going to be uh, watching Footloose. Oh, actually, sorry with the introduction. I'm Paul. I'm Greg. I'm Willow. Okay. <laughs> uh, this was Rad uh, Podcast. Uh, we are going to be watching Footloose, the dancing sensation uh, from the 80s. We uh, already watched Bay. it. Yeah, yes, yes, I, that is true. We did Not already watching. watch the movie before uh, before we recorded the podcast. That would make it easier. Yeah, I, I find that helps a lot. So, uh, <laughs> so to start off, uh, as always, Greg and I kind of reminisce a little bit about what we thought uh, we remember about this movie and what made it rad back then. Uh, what were some of your thoughts there, uh, Gregory? I always found this movie incredibly boring. I never really liked it that much. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah. And... How did this end up on the list? <laughs> it, well, it's, it's, it's... Settle down on your review, ladies. It's, it's an important... It, it, this movie was rad. It was considered rad by lots of people. doesn't mean I have to like it. Um, and it had, and I, uh, you know, it had a soundtrack with Kenny Loggins on it. Uh, yes, uh, the soundtrack, uh, Kenny Loggins, obviously Footloose, great song. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a movie. It's a better song than movie, I think, Footloose. Uh, yeah. Yeah, um, I I remember that. I remember um, Kevin Bacon being in this movie. Um, I remember him doing gymnastics moves. Yes, I yes. remember that. Yeah, uh, many times. I remember the fight that breaks out in the front of the dance. I always remember oh, that yes. for some reason. Yes, uh, uh, and I remember the book burning. Those are those are kind of the wow. scenes that always always stand out in my head. You you went for the darker ones. I always remember. Uh, Kevin Mankin, uh, which we will get into some of the details of, uh, Dancing in the Factory. Yep. Um, one thing that always stuck out in my head was when he has the job and he's and he's packing the bags of something or other. I don't remember. It, yeah. It's, yeah. F- it's flour Corn after watching it. Something or whatever. But I remember him packing the bags. And what I remember distinctly is he packed them, hit them twice with his hands. Yes. They wouldn't sure. shift a bit. And then he'd grab another one. Yeah, they... they uh, I don't know why, but that always stuck out in my head. Oh, I also would... Um, I remembered him... The, the clip we played, the opening clip. Yes. Where he talks to the elders. And, <laughs> the elders, uh, yeah. The, 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 the town, town elders. Yes. Who say, no dancing in this year of our Which, Lord, 1982. They sound like Ned Flanders. No, 1983. Does this movie come <laughs> on 83? Um, Let's say 83. We'll go with that. 1983. Once again, uh, I think we need to start doing research on some of these yeah. Uh, so those are some of our thoughts uh, about the movie before uh, we watched it. Yeah, yeah. Which were interesting. Uh, I want to know what Willow 
Yes, Willow. Let's start with you right off the what bat. What did you think this movie was going to be about? Yeah, did you that's have a great any question. Idea going into it, what it was about or anything like that? Uh, I thought it was about dancing, but it turned out not about dancing, but gymnastics and choreographed footwork. That's about it. There's no running with style, pretty much. That's all I saw. Yeah, yeah. Uh, rewatching this movie back um, when Willow and I watched it together, she made a fantastic point. Is there's very little actual dancing. There's a lot of Footloose running around weirdness. 1984 Footloose came out. There you go. Awesome. 1984. Uh, but there's not. There's never any like. I never felt like there's real dance. Like there's some real dancing. At the dancing, very there's end, not, there's a little bit of dancing. Like I preface this very movie, little bit of dancing. I preface this end. movie as this is our step up. You know. To give it a a, a, sure. a real world analogy, and it's not, and it's not, it's not like that at all. It's um, not because Step Up, a <laughs> film I've never seen and have no intention of seeing, actually has dancing in it. If uh, I'm not mistaken, uh, yes, yes. Uh, yes, so much dancing, it's ridiculousness. But that's not this movie at all. As a matter no. of fact, this movie has all the plot you'd expect in a Step Up. Yes, and none of the dancing. Right, <laughs> right. So it's the the worst of both. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's rough. <laughs> it's rough. Yeah. Now hold on. Now we we've got a third party walking through the room who loves Step Up. Oh no 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 no! I'm not discouraging Step Up, but I'm saying if you have a plot that is thin, like Step Up, because Step Up isn't really about <laughs> plot. It's about dancing. It's not. It's not. Everybody could agree it it's is about more dancing. about the dancing. So what if I told you, oh, it's going to have the strength <laughs> of writing that Step Up had, but but none of that dancing. <laughs> you know you know what really carried that film? The plot. The dancing. Nobody cared about the dancing. Nope. Just the plot. I, but I, I do Okay, we'll compromise. Like... Let's have 30 seconds of dancing. Great. We'll call it Footloose. Uh, There's a movie. Again, 30 minutes of real dancing. I don't think that exists. 30 seconds of real dancing. Yeah. So, uh, so first off, I want to, we got to start out with, uh, with the Kenny Loggins footloose. It, it starts right uh, out. Which, by the way, immediately got me in the mood to, I'm going to enjoy this movie. Oh, I thought so too. Because, I was come like, on, Kenny actually, Loggins. It's actually, it's actually a very good introduction to the, to the movie. I mean, it you is. Get, you, you know, with um, the, you know, it's a little on the nose, I suppose, with footloose, and you're opening with, feet of people you know dancing or good opening by the way i actually enjoyed i enjoyed it kenny loggins (laughs) actually the the gold shoes you see in that introduction okay that is kenny loggins himself did did you not enjoy the the intro there willow you gave a face (laughs) so willow what did you think of the opening (laughs) it was okay i guess like it was just a bunch of choreographed footwork which is like the whole movie so you know yeah, I I was kind of curious about leg warmers. Um, I was hoping uh, that uh, those would make a comeback. They kind of did. Yeah, just like knitted, and they're more for like fashion. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you'd wear so, them like with leggings and under boots. So only kind of show. So looking at the song, one thing that I noticed is um, I'm all for bringing back the hit song. Um, yeah, but. 
they use this song um, when they go to the country western bar. Yep. They use it during uh, the montage yes. when they're making the dance ready, and then they use it as the outro. Uh, to which I ended up writing, uh, Footloose is not a movie about dancing. It's a one-hit wonder band in which they play their hit song, do a couple others, play their hit song, do another one, hit song on the last one, encore. What are we doing? <laughs> hit Our hit song. song. Much much like the, yep. the band uh, Europe would open and close with the final countdown. Yes, when they that toured. is exactly. Yeah. I felt like that was... Which, by the way, I kind of felt like really was the movie was just that song. Um, well, however, other much, good songs many in more there. montages. It, it this this oh, has to there was have a been, montage fest in this movie. Yeah, this, yeah. this should have been called just montage the movie. Yeah. Um, first of all, I don't know. this oh. had to have only been made because it was going to sell pop music at the time. Yes. I mean, there's there's not for those of you who have never seen Footloose. Here's the plot of the film. Kevin Bacon and his mom move to a town where you can't dance or listen to rock music. And then Kevin Bacon <laughs> gets a dance on the outskirts of town. The end. Yeah. I, yeah. Which and in the middle, there's... Cool in the, for everyone. And in the middle is a book burning. Practically, <laughs> they just want to stop him Ned Flanders. It's going anywhere else. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I, I got to say, so it goes from this intro of, of feet yes. dancing yeah. to... A uh, what they Church. call what they call in the biz a sound bridge, which is you are hearing John Lithgow give his sermon while they are cutting to different aspects of the town, and then finally they cut to him giving his sermon. You you're, you're hearing the sound from another scene, and it's connecting it. Hence okay, the term yeah. sound bridge talking about obscene rock music. Yes, yes. The only rock oh, music no. we have heard is Footloose by Kenny Loggins. Yes, the obscene. Song Footloose. Everyone must die if by I hear shock it. rocker Kenny Loggins. The beginning uh, of this film is making no sense. I believe he was also up for album of the year when Ted Nugent won it over Metallica. If I'm not That's mistaken, probably a hundred percent true. Yes. I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> what was it? A Grammy? Nobody cares about the Grammys. I uh, also <laughs> noticed about this movie. It was rated PG, which I found very suspicious since. There was lots of swearing and nudity. Oh yeah, the uh, so and yeah, male nudity. Which yeah. I, I looked up. They got uh, those people were offered for nudity. They were offered twenty dollars. Ooh. Oh well. Twenty dollars series. Oh, nineteen eighty four money. That was like forty dollars. Yeah, that that 40. is a lot of hard cash. Yeah, this movie was yeah lots it, of cursing. Which... It was it was definitely. Before the PG thirteen yes. rating, and that's what I tried to tell which, Willow, which is why there are some movies. Poltergeist is another classic example of this. You watch it and you're like, "This is pretty intense for PG," and it's because PG thirteen wasn't around at yep. the time. They couldn't give it an R rating because it wasn't really that. Yeah, you know, it's not there. But that's why PG thirteen was invented for movies like this, where they're yep. like, and so I don't know, I could just see like a child being like, "Whoa!" Well, what? the difference was, and this is still kind of holds true today. Uh, no f word. You yes. can't drop tra- drop an f bomb, and no female frontal nudity. Yes, uh, or male Unless you're below the France. belt nudity. Uh, those are the only three requirements. For not getting an R rating back in the eighties. Yeah. Um, well, understanding that it was completely arbitrary by a panel of people and blah blah blah. Uh, which, there's which, a great, which there's is a great film is. out there. Yes. Uh, that 
great documentary that goes into that. This film um, not which... yet rated is a fantastic, fantastic doc. But but yes, you're right. There, yes. there, there were sort of rules that if you followed, uh, much, you could always be kept under. Much it. like this town, where they there love are their rules. rules so John Lithgow, just because we always try and give a premise of the movie. So Lithgow, uh, by the way, the the the, the preacher kills yes. it in this movie. Very good. John Lithgow, I feel, was in a different movie, like a a way more exciting he movie. Is, yeah, he always is. Like he, I guess that's true. Yeah, he's always in a different class by himself when he does a movie. It's it's really interesting. He carries the movie. Kevin oh. Bacon is a star, but Lithgow really sells it yes. because he makes it seem like it's really important. For this no dancing thing, which, which yeah. I couldn't understand, is okay. Teenagers do what they got to do. I'm looking at you, young one. There's rampant drug use. Um, his yes. own daughter, not a virgin. Uh, there's alcohol pretty much served at every possible premise and location in yes. which a teenager could visit, hundred percent in and out of town. Yet it's the rock and roll dancing and that is going to cause it's... the chaos. Yep. Well, I'm just and glad biblical meltdown of the small town. I'm so yep. glad that we've moved past blaming random things like rock music for, you know, children being children. I know, yeah. yeah I'm yeah. so glad because we found out it's the video games. It is. Do it. Yes. Case closed. Yeah, yeah, I definitely feel like um if this if Pong had just really grabbed a hold by 1984 Oh yeah, uh, we would have been about this. Yeah. Definitely. There, in fact, if you if you notice very subtly <laughs> in the background of one of the scenes um, guys are coming and taking away all the arcade games in the back. I did not. Yeah, yeah I it's it's, that. it's yeah. very very subtle. Sarah Jessica Parker goes back Who, to by that the diner. Way, was that's the uh, the the hit star in this movie that I didn't realize? Oh yeah, yeah. She um, looks very very different than she does now in this movie. She looks very young. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that's no. That's 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 what I mean. Um, she looks. She just. She looks. No, they, really different. Yeah, I'm jumping yeah. around. I'm. A, I'm we I'm can jump around. It's fine. This movie uh, has but two no, I did plot not. beats. I did not notice that. Yeah. At all. Yeah. 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 They're 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 you taking away. Too, huh? All the arcade games. They're like you know they're like hand trucking them into like a, a tr you know a um like a loading. Fan. I just saw them like take them, them out. Yeah. Oh, um, wow. It was really so, subtle. So like I I, I want to actually go back to where you where you were talking about Kevin Bacon and. He he doesn't really have an arc. He shows up. He has a hard time fitting in. The town people are blaming him for everything. Yeah, the town doesn't wrong. really want to let him fit in, and he finally gets a dance to happen. Yeah. There's really no arc. John Lithgow kind of fantastic ha arc has is the only one with an arc. He's yes. he's so desperate to save his daughter's soul after his son was killed in an accident. Uh, yes. That uh, he's trying to, like, you know, just keep everything out from the town's children. Somehow. And then he kind of realizes, oh, wait a minute, by by doing this, I'm, you know, I, it's come to book burnings while people are storming the library <laughs> yes. and throwing yes. books and burning them. Maybe I've gone a little too far. He actually has an arc where he realizes that he's he's alienated the teenagers and his own family. Now, I wish this took more than five minutes to, to 15 minutes of the movie, because that would have made it a way more interesting film. Uh, but, I, uh, but Willow, yeah, what were you going to say? I realized that him trying to do that actually pushed her to not want to be... She was making her image so that it looks like she's not related to him, like I have nothing to do with him. So in a way, he was pushing his daughter to lose her own soul. Yeah. Oh, Just yeah. To get no, away that, from him. That's 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 what it is. It's 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 that, and that's the arc is that he he realizes he's doing more damage. Yeah. There needs to be that balance between yeah. 
you know, you can't keep the world out. And I and figured, that, and that... how in that small town did it, did word not get around? Like, obviously it's a small town where news gets around. So how did his daughter's behavior not get around him sooner? I think it was, you know what, when he shows up and when he shows, and that's a great question. I think when he shows up and she's been dancing to the rock tape uh, in the boom box. Um, Another boom box. Yes. Uh, and he takes the tape and walks away. I think it, I think at that point he knows, you know, and he says it, you know, how can I be the, the moral compass for this town when I can't even control my own daughter? And that whole speech there, that whole thing, I think that's him. He knows what's going on, but he's he's blind to her. You know, he has to because he doesn't want to lose. Really, that's what it is. He doesn't want to lose another child like he lost his son. His son, by the way, to get into this, to bring it, get a little bit off the heavy. Everybody loves, apparently when you can't dance, you play chicken at yes. every moment of the day. Yeah. Uh, it happens uh, f- right at the beginning. Yep. Uh, yep, with, with the with the cars, uh, with his daughter uh, switching cars, the tractor. Yes, uh, another another chicken, another tractor chicken. Tractors. Which, by the way, I should have, I did actually recall that um, when Kevin Bacon gets his shoelace stuck, because I remember the absurdity of him trying to leap out of the uh, of the tractor was just so silly even back then. Um, but then his son died playing chicken on the bridge and the daughter <laughs> plays chicken with the train in another scene in the yes, film yes yes um i also a... want to point out <laughs> the chicken movie if you if you listen <laughs> yeah. to all the things these kids say everything was four or five years ago every single thing they talk about oh yeah yeah was four yeah. Or five, and like like brother died four or five years ago yeah kids started doing this random thing in high school where they were like right on the walls four or five years ago everything was yeah, four yeah. or five years ago um, that boombox, though, that we were talking about, uh, most powerful boombox in the world, because when they're when they're playing it at the uh, the, the drive-in, it goes in, all through the whole. Everybody <laughs> in cars and out cars can hear it. Oh. People in the bathroom can hear it. The fry cook can the hear fry it. Cook, he's flipping yep. the burgers he's, he's, to the beat. He's got to have you know the fry later next to him. You know, sizzling burgers and, and I have everything. A question about and, that and bathroom. He's still doing it. It's fine. What's that? That bathroom. It's so small. It looks like it was like a stall wide. Yeah. Yes. Like the one yeah. mirror. Like so everyone just squeezed in this one stall that just happens on one just, mirror. Yeah, they, for they, um, they just had a pit. And they had everybody just go in the pit. Well, remember yeah. in the eighties, you know, we didn't go big. You know, everything was getting smaller and smaller because, you know, technology. Technology. That's what uh, we'll call it technology. That or poor design. Yeah. Uh, what are the other? <laughs> um, um I will say that Life before the internet, Willow, was indeed this lame. Uh, yeah. 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 It, it was it Kids was are playing chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, just, yeah. again, I think we we talked about this a bit in The Wizard, too, is um, it is another gathering at the local burger joint. Like, yes. There wasn't just, it's not just one car out there. It's like, it's a diner. There's like right. 15 cars. She's screaming, get me some fries. Is there Somehow, really lady. only one place? Well, that's such a small town. There probably is only one place. Yeah. But, but the fact that you gathered there is unique. Like you didn't gather in a chat room; you gathered at an actual room and, and chatted. Yeah, when I when <laughs> I was a kid, if you wanted to find your friends and you didn't know where they were, uh, you didn't know where they were. You well, and you, <laughs> so you guessed. Well, they're probably at the mall. But if they're well, not at the mall, them. maybe they're at the oh. bowling alley. Oh, you're just my, ruining you know? like 
how much gas are you wasting by going to gas the mall? was so cheap in the 80s willow you have no idea but like, so no. cheap uh the mother i don't know if you recognized her um oh diane weiss yes yes uh she yes. is uh, the mother in edward scissorhands she's she pops up in a lot she was in i am sam uh, she was like oh, the yeah. next door neighbor who helped uh, uh, watch the baby when uh, when Sam needed help. Yep. Um, there's a lot of she pops up quite a bit, and she's always great. She she's was really good. She, she's she's very very good in this movie. Um, yeah. Her her and Lithgow when they have that one scene in the church where she's kind of awesome. saying, awesome. "I've I've stood by and watched what you're yes. doing, and you're very good at this, but you're very bad." Essentially saying you're very bad at being a husband and you're very bad at being a father. So I, yeah. I think we keep going back. I like how she is the only one who points out, hey, remember when we were young and we wanted to do that? Yeah. yeah like, it yeah. takes more than music. She's it yeah, no, less than music. She's, she's the one reminding them that teenagers be crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you give them. Teenagers be crazy. And and, and she really does a great job at, at conveying like the audience's emotion to Lithgow. Like you you wanna say, buddy, you're ruining everybody's lives by trying <laughs> to make everything perfect. A, a a great scene, it's another montage, uh movie of montages, but when he's doing his speech to all the different groups. So we're harping on Lithgow and, and his whole story because I think as an adult we re we recognize that story more than as kids. Um but that when he's going through and and it's clearly a rehearsed story he's telling to every single group it's so powerful because it means that like this is his passion and he's got all these people eating out of the palm of his hand um when she says it you're gonna raise this this congregation so high to look down on heaven but you know you're you won't have anybody to share it with right um which is really really well presented i wrote down that today's parents would be happy that children are reading even if it was slaughterhouse five that the town seemed to have a problem with <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Even back then, I never got the whole, why does this turn into Nazi Germany book burning? Yeah, supposedly, this was based on a, a true story that the writer, there was a, a town somewhere where rock and roll had been like banned and dancing had been banned and stuff. But I mean, it, from what I, uh, the, the, the reading that I did on this, even in the 80s, people were like, this is very far fetched that this day and age, this would be the case this was something that more happened in like the 50s uh, you know felt, what i mean you like, know what it definitely felt like it was more based in the 50s yeah yeah they even even in in the 80s this was kind of silly yeah. which makes it even sillier that they redid this movie in We're 2011 even, I, I couldn't um, even, i couldn't even be bothered but uh yeah uh, so yeah uh i've got uh let's let's kick things along a little bit here so, so uh, uh why so, don't we um, get to uh willow why don't you can start it off. Why don't we get to uh, what we felt when we were watching the movie, uh, besides the montages and, and Footloose, what was the other running theme in this movie that we could not grasp, could not wrap our minds around? Domestic violence. This movie should have been called The Slap Bet. <laughs> if you've seen How I Met Your Mother, everyone slaps Ariel at one point or another. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, I actually have written down there's... um. Hold on, I gotta find my notes here. There, there's, there's a part where her ex boyfriend shows up. Yep. Yeah. And and she says, "I just wanted, you know, I wanted you to hear it from me that 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 we're through." And this is this is verbatim. Oh. I treated you decent, and he punches her. 
and I have written down yelling I treated you decent. I'm sorry, after <laughs> punching someone is a bad way to make a point. And she yeah. kind of um, turns into Carrie Underwood there where she just starts beating in his car, you know? Yeah, and but then you know what? But then he turns around and he smacks her again. And not that there is anything absolutely ever right about hitting a woman like that. I will say she takes a good punch. She takes an um that she took a lot of damage. Because she took that uh John Lithgow gives her a yes. little five across the eyes. That's right. Yep. There's uh oh, another thing I, I want to point out talking about uh, she's getting slapped by everybody. Apparently everyone smokes. Almost everyone is smoking in this movie. Oh yeah. Constantly. Yeah. Like, well that was back that was I mean, that was the eighties. I agree, but it was just... The Marble Man had, it just had his trachea like so removed. pervasive. Like real, it was crazy. There's a lot of things this town is getting away with, even though they bring up book burning, getting rid of dancing and rock and roll, yet they can get away with drugs slapping, and um, what else was it? What's that? Something else. Oh, drinking. Yeah. Um, well, they, I mean, Smoking. rampant sex. I mean, yeah. they, this movie really... Honestly, dancing is the least of this town's <laughs> and worries. I, I wonder, right? and I wonder if, if that's that was kind of the point of the film. Is it's like, look, the kids are all doing everything that's bad, and there's still no rock music or dancing. It's not I making almost, a bit of difference. I almost feel like the music and the dancing was really just to sell movies, to sell the movie to teenagers. But really, the the filmmakers wanted to tell a story about not just John Lithgow, but like the transition of of acceptance when you're trying to control the rebellious teen. Mm. I feel like the f the dancing thing, like when Kevin Bankin finally has had enough, okay? I remember this scene being very rad as a kid. Like he goes to an abandoned building and yes. dances his heart out. He dances like flash dance. And then... Oh, he... yeah. When he... So he's dancing around. Then all of a sudden, he finds a gym bar, and he has his gloves on for only when he's on that gym it's, bar. It's very and convenient that that gym bar is is there and before set up. Before and, and you know. after the gym bar, the gloves that he oh, has are off. Are he yeah, he yep. immediately falls, does two moves, meets Ariel, dusts his hands off. No gloves. He's done. No glove. <laughs> Yeah, one thing, one thing I want to point out is is Kevin Bacon moves to town, doesn't really have a lot of friends, um, you know, meets up with uh, with with Chris Penn, they kind of become buddies. And then he gets challenged to that chicken tractor fight, which he wins oh, by yeah. accident. And then that right after that, race. he's irresistible. All the ladies want yep. bacon. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, after, after the chicken tractor fight. Oh, it say... starts out with his little cousin, Sarah, who, by the way, I wrote down, uh, Sarah is a real jerk. Yes, uh, she yeah. is. Because she is, uh, she uses quote-unquote foul language when says ren's a fox and then the one that always got me was he's taking the car well yeah it's his car what else would he leave in <laughs> yeah i was kind of curious about that as well it was his car um you know wh this movie really didn't add up to me anything involving kevin bacon made no sense to me at all nope. in this movie nah. his life is terrible but hey, a dance that'll solve everything. Yep. Yep. Um, oh, the dance! Everyone in this town is a horrible person. Everyone's just terrible. I'm not sure why Kevin Bacon and his mom are staying in the town right? uh, because they've moved because his father left. Uh, right, yes, but movie, why are they here? Because move someplace any other else. Uh, I believe that's I believe that's her 
brother or, or right. sister. Yeah. No, no, she's I know they're staying with family, but I don't know. It just kind of blew I just feel, my mind. It, it's a very it's a loose way to fit into why they're there. Fair enough. Um, uh, you know. Now that kind of brings us to the town meeting, which is our opening uh, our opening clip That's right. there. Um, because that scene was the only time I felt like Kevin Bacon was not just doing a good job, but was actually acting. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, he does a fantastic job, and and he kind of hits the right points, like we put in the King David point. I, you know, because he kind of stumbles a bit, and it sounds very natural. Yeah, I was I was thinking that too. He kind of, you know, he says he says like you know or, or like or something. He he. Well, he goes he goes you know. And what, what did King David say? What did King What What did King King David say? Yeah, you know, and it does come off as a nice out of it and, but natural it sort of flow. Weird. Yeah, yeah. I um, I enjoyed the there's... race because it made me think of Lunchables. Gotta say, with the song, all I could think of was that rabbit. The race? Yeah. Oh, the tractors? Yeah. Oh, when they play chicken? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow, you're taking us back a step. Okay. Oof. Sorry. <laughs> It's all right. Um, that was a hell of a transition. Know. So they. Uh, I was thinking Lunchables. Kevin, Kevin Bacon. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lunchables. Okay. Sponsored by Lunchables. <laughs> Feed your kids this crap. It's Lunchables. Actually, it's good. No, it's not. Not good for you, but tastes good ish. Not, not really. No, not really. <laughs> okay, let's not ruin a future sponsor. John, <laughs> John Mellencamp apparently is the the danciest of music because that's what that is played when they go to the dancing yes. bar outside yeah. of town. Then uh, Foreigner, I've been waiting for a girl like you, which plays twice in this movie. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, do you now if you can if you can hear that song in your head, the opening, it's kind of like a synthesizer opening. Yeah. yeah. Do you know who is performing that synthesizer? Uh, I don't. That's... It's Thomas Dolby. Oh. He, uh, from Dolby he he wrote that and he was unknown at the time. He was a session musician that Foreigner brought in. So he got no credit, but that was him on the on the synthesizer. Hmm. He uh, he wrote that little that little opener to a girl like you. He did a lot of work with Foreigner before he hit it big with them. She blinded me with science. Oh wow. Okay. So little interesting tidbit. Um so Kevin Bacon decides, hey, you know what? You know what? My life's terrible. My mom's getting fired from her job and all this stuff's happening. But you know what? We're going to have a dance. So what does he do? What does he do to get the dance going? He tells everybody personally. Uh, He has people use the Twitter and texting of the 80s flyers and payphones. Yes. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) he he gets everybody to show up to the town meeting where he makes that speech that we played at the beginning. And it does absolutely no good at all. Well, you know what, though? Uh, I mean, so his boss at the flower, chicken feed, bagging plant. We'll say generic farm goods store. (laughs) When they're taking the stuff out of the truck, they put it in a big pile. Like, why not just automatically put it into a bag instead of shuffling it around on the floor? No, he does. He just shovels it from pile to pile. It it really Um, seems like they just felt bad for Kevin Bacon, and they're like, just move these these bags over there. And then when he comes in the next day, they're like, just move those bags back to where you had them in the first place. (laughs) Yep. And they're like, oh, we're going to empty this truck, and then tomorrow, just, can you fill the truck back yeah, up? Yeah. It just really <laughs> seems just like busy work busy. Yeah. feel bad. Yeah. They're um, just like, you know what? Just work, work him. But we'll- he is a, but that's dude, but that guy ends up turning to be a really good dude because he's the one who gives him the uh, the empty storehouse 
to put the dance in. That's right. That is that is just over the town line. Yes. Yep. So it's not breaking any laws. Yeah. Um, Why does now, everyone just go over the town line? Well, people, I want to do stuff. No, I want to talk about this <laughs> because these people are really these these this town of absolute jerks. Every one of them. Yep. Is they really really don't want this dance. They're like really upset that there is a dance to the point where they throw a brick through a child's window. Right. I, yeah, yeah. That says, if I'm not mistaken, burn in hell. Like through really? a child, and when I say a child, yeah, I mean like a five year old girl's window. You know, two five year old. Well, no, one one, one was older. Then yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. family automatically like, looks at Kevin Bacon. Yeah, like, hey, um, no, what are fault? You. <laughs> this is all your fault, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> not even in this um, window. So yeah, I I I wrote at this point. Maybe it's time to drop the dancing, Kevin Bacon. Well, you know what? But Kevin Kevin Bacon, Ren. He doubles down. He almost does. <laughs> he doubles after, down on dancing. Yes. And goes after the, the town limit. Getting near the end of this movie. Um, Through all of this, this was a movie, much like I was saying, the one-hit wonder encore thing. I felt like the movie should have ended when John Lithgow does his speech at the church. And says, let's pray for their souls. But gives a little smirk and a wink to his wife like, hey, honey, I'm okay with this one. Because I got to make good for that book thing. <laughs> you know? Good old-fashioned book burning. But then I felt like the movie just goes a bit long with the whole dancing yeah. and the fight out front. I mean, it's redemption because, I don't you know, even get why the fight Chris out Penn front. finally get, Well, because Chris Penn needed his redemption. He needs to show that he, he, he learned to dance for Ariel. a reason. No, no, no! His best, his buddy in the in the hat. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I I have written down. I I really started to hate this film right about here. Uh, I put down. Um, <laughs> I I oh, would I would like to spoiler, spoiler alert for five minutes from now. I would I would just like to here? see a children of the corn scenario play out in this town. <laughs> I ha- which is a film I believe took place in the eighties. You uh, should totally do ooh. that one. Uh, um, I put down uh, this film will not end. It is an hour and forty seven minutes. Yes. Uh, the dance finally happens, and I write down uh, actual depiction of a school dance because there's no one dancing. Willow asked me that as we were watching. He's like, "Why is everybody just you, standing around the edge?" I go, "Because that's what a, a real dance. dance is like." But you made this whole thing so you could dance. Why aren't you actually dancing? Kids don't dance. They're terrified but of dancing. But you know what? Really what it was. But is violence is the answer to get people no, to dance. I think everyone was actually waiting for the two main well, yeah, stars to walk in. They were waiting for the in. stars to walk in. Because yeah. as soon as they do, that one guy looks at the girl, holds out his hand, and she goes, oh, now we're doing this. Okay, I guess so. Um, yeah. And then, um, and then so yeah, the, the, the boyfriend who slapped around... Ariel uh, is, is beaten up. Uh, Him and his cronies are beaten up by Chris Penn. Yes. Yes, I love comeuppance. 80s comeuppance oh, yes. moment. 80s comeuppance. <laughs> uh, John Lithgow and his wife uh, creep up uh, to kind of listen yeah. to the dance in a very nice scene yes. where... Beautifully done. Uh, you know, the wife lets him know that, hey, you know, you did you did the right thing and you've 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 come around and it's it's nice to see you... And- Making a move that concerns your family rather than the well-being of the town. Now, one thing I will say, just a comedic observation, I will say, is this. When they get there, he his concern is she's going to see me and think I'm checking up on her. This is on the edge of town. You would have had to travel eight miles to get to the point where you could see the building. I think by that point you would have thought through 
what happens if she sees me? Yeah. Uh, yep. And technically, huh, not funny at all. Uh, <laughs> oh no, I I agree with you one hundred percent. That's why I'm not laughing. It's like, yeah, no, it's a that's a that's a plot point that's uh, not uh, not uh, describing this. So Willow, um, what did you think about that the the fight and then the the sort of extended dance scene at the I, end of the film? I thought it was unnecessary. Like, oh, cool. I understand. This is supposed to be a movie about dancing. We should actually throw dancing. That's why they threw it at the end. Like, that's the only logic I could come up with. But other than that, it's like, okay, cool. He already gave his acceptance speech. Why are we keep going other than you need dancing in the movie? I want to know where those kids learn to dance. Right? Dancing's been outlawed, and then all of a sudden, they're all dancing away. Well, I mean, they Secret go Secret to... lessons underground, obviously. Uh, yeah. <laughs> underground studio. Or oh, maybe... my god! I want to see that <laughs> That's movie. That's fantastic. That is a great That's a movie. movie. <laughs> the underground studio where people come to secretly learn. Well, Kevin Bacon teaches uh, Chris Penn. Yeah. Uh, yes, he does. And once again, montage. Montage. Only in the film because Chris Penn did not know how to dance in the least. And they had it to teach him. So, oh, really? so they, yeah, so they kind of did like, oh, well, let's do a montage of him learning how to dance. Yeah. So, I have okay. to say, 80s movies so far have been all montage. They love the montage. Yeah, now, here's yeah. here's a little, uh, if we want to come up with a with a segment for this, a uh, name for it. Or come up. It's, uh, it needs a good name. I don't know what it's, what you would like to call this, but here we go. And it's, what happens after the credits have rolled? So, Kevin Bacon... Oh. Good one. Kevin Bacon yeah. has has fought to have this dance. Everyone in the town is thinks he's a troublemaker. He's basically outsmarted the town by having it just over the town line. That's going to make everyone really angry. There's uh there's those punks that were that had it out for him initially. He dealt with them with a friend of his uh, uh, earlier in the film when he's telling everybody about the dance, and then him and Chris Penn beat them up outside the dance. And then he has had this dance. Hasn't Kevin Bacon simply started a war he cannot hope to win within this small town? So true. He had he had the dance. He had his moment. But now hasn't he just destroyed any chance of his mom ever getting hired anywhere? <laughs> hasn't he just made it to the point where everyone in the town is going to constantly be trying to beat him up all right? the other kids in town. I feel like town. this is going to be like a Lilo's and Stitch where the kid ruins everything for the parents that's just trying to make a living. Well, I feel like at the best, at best, Kevin Bacon has split the town in two. Yeah. That will, that will just... There should be a Footloose too, just to explain that. Yeah, well, you know what though? I, I kind of feel like, especially after that last moment there, that... When John Lithgow, when he goes there and watches the dance, and once he realizes that nothing bad has actually happened, uh, because he is the crux story in this entire endeavor, uh, I feel like he finds true value in helping kids be kids, starts a youth program based only around dance, in which... Uh, he learns all kinds of things from uh, Michael Jackson's um, moonwalk to the flash dance water scene. Um, I feel like he goes so far deep into dance that he loses his wife and daughter um, by opening 800 studios around the world and is completely lost in dance. I'd watch I, I that. that movie. <laughs> that Do we watch that instead? Mine was more of just a sort of a... 
difficulty of the small town and how change is always uh, change is never free. You have to pay for that change somehow, and that I don't would be know. paid with by the sort of uh, uh, split between the town that is now uh, fascist and non. There's some sort of big problem there where they just yeah, yeah. they just. I don't, know. I don't know why apart. anyone else didn't think to just leave the town lines before. Like, if you really want this bad, um, town lines over there, you may as well go walk over. Well, I think some of the kids might but have been doing do. that because they talk they, about, well, the like, oh, yeah, bringing in cassette tapes. And the from, country like, western bar that they yeah. go to is that's right that's out of town. Why doesn't everyone just do that? Well, I think uh, I th- there's a kind of a throwaway line where they talk about, like, oh, that the, the edge of town is X miles away. Um. And then that guy goes... The guy who who gave Kevin Bacon his job goes like, well, actually, right over there is technically well, the, town <laughs> the line, edge right. of the town he goes, line. Why don't you go to the, you know, what about in the next town over? He goes, well, Kevin Bacon goes, well, that's 30 miles. And he goes, well, the town line's just over them tracks. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Which I just so happen to own and have built a barn, which I am no longer using. Uh, checkmate, Mr. Lipgow. <laughs> that's right. Checkmate, <laughs> Footloose Elders. Well, you know what? I think we've said all that needs to be said about this movie. I think we've um, said a lot more than we expected. So I think <laughs> right? what we need to do is uh, closing closing sentiments, Paul. Uh, Was this film rad? Is this film rad? Okay, so I think uh, I think I'm I'm hoping I'm setting ourselves up. I say soundtrack rad. Okay, pick that up on iTunes nine ninety nine, uh, worth every penny. Footloose, the movie, not so much. Not rad. The Lithgow stuff, that story's fantastic. Overall, uh, did not hold up to uh, sentimental recognition. Uh, what about you, Willow, the, uh, the child? Not rad. No? What, what? No. Soundtrack? What about the Maybe. music? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Like, Sounds like we're getting a If getting I become a, a millionaire. <laughs> yeah, it does feel like where she's just like, well, the adults think I should say something. <laughs> If I become a millionaire, then yeah, I'll spend that nine nine nine. But <laughs> I don't think that qualifies as rad. <laughs> if I had so much money, I didn't know what to do with. Maybe I'd buy it. That is exactly. If I had so much money, I yeah. didn't know what else to buy. This would be the last purchase I make on earth. The soundtrack to Footloose. After I wake up, wonder what the poor people are doing today. <laughs> yeah. Think about things that I haven't done. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably buy the soundtrack for Footloose. Yep. But the... only because I'm a millionaire and I don't know what else to do. And I've, I've developed a tick where if I don't spend money every day, I go mad. It has to be. Yeah. Uh, and finally, Greg. No. <laughs> Just no. It's a solid no. Soundtrack? No. No. Heart, okay, you know what? I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm a sucker for 80s music. Yes, yeah. some of the songs in this were pretty rare. I definitely want the one that's in the Lunchables commercial. Kevin Bacon, Just by the be- way. Oh, yes. Uh, I need, We need a hero. Fantastic. We need a hero. I, yeah, I forgot that uh, was in this movie. Yes, that movie. I also great. wanted to watch Shrek afterward, just because that's <laughs> because... the only other time I've heard <laughs> yeah, it. It's yeah. in Shrek 2. It is. Yes, it is. Uh, Fairy yep. Godmother. Yeah. Oh, that's my For a favorite montage. movie. During a montage. During a montage. Yes. That was yeah. one of my favorite movies growing up. So I, I was like, will... Shrek. Growing up, you're not done. No, yeah, when, you're I was only like, 13. when I was like five, though. Remember, I broke that CD. CD or DVD? DVD. Both. You, can't, you don't even know the pain but of a snap They're tape. both circles. We they're can't even get into that. We're running out of, 
Um, I, I, I will say I read a funny story that apparently Kevin Bacon has said that any time he goes to a wedding, when they start playing music, he goes up to the DJ and slips the DJ money and says, do not play the song Footloose. Good. <laughs> well, what money he has left after the Ponzi scheme. <laughs> well, the, yeah. Wait, what Ponzi scheme? Uh, another story for another time. Yeah. Google it. Uh, uh, <laughs> he, no, apparently he people think that like he did the dancing for that and he's like Ugh. i didn't do any of the dancing <laughs> so he doesn't want people to like try to get him to do the dancing from footloose so that, that's just... that's fair yeah i, I give mm. kudos to that uh you know what the man's an actor he's not a dancer yes yeah he is a footworker <laughs> just like everyone else in this movie I feel like if we googled footworker we would be down a rabbit hole <laughs> yeah. nobody wants we don't need to be that. down uh, oh okay right. yeah. <laughs> why don't we, uh, uh, we cut uh, it right here yeah well you know what i i just uh will pretend that i said a good segue and you can tell us what we are uh, gonna watch uh this coming week to uh record next week uh yes so uh the next uh this one comes uh so First of all, uh, we're gonna get, we'll do some plugs at the end here as well. Um, but from our Facebook page, which uh, Greg has been uh, fantastic and updating and making sure is uh, looking nice and neat. I love the posters that you put up. Thank you. Uh, fantastic. Uh, some of our uh, initial requests that we threw out was, uh, what would you want to hear next? And I was very shocked that the first request is the Hulk Hogan vehicle no holds barred not his first movie but his first starring role that will be a treat for the entire family which was if i'm not mistaken written after uh, vince and hulk hogan like locked themselves in a hotel room and like rewrote the the script in like a weekend and that's what they shot we'll have to look that up i'm almost positive we'll look that up if that is the truth it's, it, it's, it does it's, make the film better, at least in memory. It's one of what I like to call cocaine movies <laughs> from the 80s, because <laughs> this was written on a pile well, of cocaine. It'd probably be more like injected testosterone. but And cocaine. Yeah. Well, you have to see what we think about it next week. Uh, uh, see if we uh, think it's right. Um, so some plugs. I've been saying the website wrong. I am very, very sorry. <laughs> you know what? That. I actually did Good notice job. that. I thought it was this. Uh, it is not. It is. First of all, uh, so Willow knows, www. You have to use that. Uh, this was rad.podbean.com. Podbean is where we're hosting. That's why I thought of that first. Um, you can find us there. We're up on iTunes. We get updated every Friday. Um, you should see us by Friday afternoon. Um, we're on Facebook. Very active. This, this was rad. This was rad on Facebook. Um, yeah, please join the Facebook page. Uh, leave Come us and, comments yeah, for sure. Rate us on iTunes if you if you can. That would be fantastic. And I'd uh, like to plug a Flip the Table podcast. They were nice enough to let us uh, plug ourselves on their facebook page uh they are a uh, very very funny uh board game podcast where they play old a lot of board games from the 80s actually and talk about how crazy and ridiculous they are very good podcast i didn't know about it until uh you mentioned that you got us on there and i've been listening to it and it is really really funny those guys are really good yeah they're great, they're um, great guys. some other stuff just to kind of get some extra stuff out there we're going to be doing um we've been talking about different like we've been trying to figure out the segments of the show um, we're going to put in some more uh, audio stuff just to kind of get you acclimated to the show structure. 
Um, but we're also thinking about maybe getting some guests on here. So if you're interested in possibly coming on and talking about one of uh, one of the movies that you're seeing coming up, uh, let us know. And we're also going to start working on a website um, that you can actually go to that will have the list of movies we've done, upcoming episodes. So if there's one that you might want to be really interested in talking about, let us know. Uh, we might make, and we might do that as well. Um, so that's it. This was Ra- This was Rad Podcast. I am Paul. I'm Greg. I'm Willow. See you guys.